welcome to a special Idiom Brewing Showcase episode of... Brutal Battle. It's another showcase episode, and it's been a little bit since we did one. I particularly like these types of episodes, because not only do I feel like it gets us a little more knowledge on a brewery, it makes us feel a little closer to the brewery, it's also the only time that we can try four beers from one brewery in an episode, because if you think about it, we don't do that Mm -hmm. otherwise. I mean, the most other than that we'll do is like maybe two... Uh, but that's rare anyways, so, um, and it's just cool, because usually it's just also for breweries that we can get to within driving distance, and that means we're doing a good job of showcasing local breweries, which we should be doing. Everyone should be supporting local breweries. So this is our local brewery for this showcase, and Rebecca is the one who's taking the lead on this. She is the one who actually secured all four beers for this episode that's plus true. another one, plus a fifth one that we've already tried off podcast because we felt like we needed to try it like immediately when we got it. And Rebecca can kind of bring that one up at some point during it. But uh, important to notice, we already did have, important to note, we already did have some information on Idiom, just like our experience there from an excursion episode to Frederick, Maryland a few years ago. Was it two years ago, three years ago, maybe? It was 2019. Okay, so like two years ago, basically. So if you search on the website, BrutalBattle.com, or you search uh, Brutal Battle Idiom or Idiom Brewing on archive.org, you should be able to come up with the episode. But I'm now going to hand it over to Rebecca, but you probably think we need a beer first. Yeah, first we need a beer. Okay. And I'm I'm all for that, because guess what? I have, like, no work to do on this. I'm just here to drink now. I do the intro. I hand it over. Mm-hmm. And there's beers. not a there's not a ton of information because they only opened in they opened November twenty third, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, so they're pretty young. So the first beer, actually, Rebecca, I let Rebecca choose the uh, the drinking order, and she wants to go big immediately, and I'm I'm down. This is their Torrid Fair, and it's a sour ale with peach, papaya, and pink guava. And it's 6.8% alcohol. And all four of these beers are 16-ounce cans. What do you mean I'm going big? Well, I mean flavor-wise. Oh, flavor-wise. Okay. It's like, Like, that's not a big beer. Yeah, no. I mean, your first beer being a sour, that's going big flavor-wise is what I mean. So, that's what I mean. I don't mean like big ABV because, you know, 6.8%. At first I thought you meant that and I thought, is that really a high ABV beer? I mean, there are Imperial Sours I, Well, yeah, there. there are. There are. It's a thing. I, I was surprised. All right. So what's this one looking like? It's very... It's peachy. Yeah. It is peachy. And it's very murky, as Yellow you would orange-ish, assume. Yellow yeah. It has a really soft-looking head to it. Yeah, real tiny little bubbles. Yeah, it's a very sizable one. Looks soft. It's a soft nose, too. Oh. I do smell tropicality. I definitely get the peach out of there, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I definitely get the peach. Yeah, I agree with you on the tropicality. There's a, I feel like there's like a slight pink, sorry, I feel like there's a slight pinkish hue to the color as well, and I think that's probably coming from the papaya. Or the pink guava, or the papaya and the pink guava. Yeah, both of them, maybe. And here's the thing. I know guava a little bit. I'm not super familiar with the straight-up flavor of papaya. Yeah. I know it a little bit, so I feel like I am smelling both of those, but at the same time, this nose, this palate, not super intimate with those. Yeah, those are two 
flavors you don't get a whole lot of. Real familiar with peach, though. Right. I and definitely you, smell that. Yeah, me too. It's, I do smell like a, a little bit of kind of like a soft salinity in there. But overall, like you were saying, like the nose, it's very soft. It's, it smells beautifully finessed. And like when you drink it, it'll kind of be like a silky smooth sour. Probably not so much sour as more tart would be my yeah, guess. I just took my first sip. It's really good. Um, you're definitely getting the peach. You're getting a lot of the tropical flavors. Ooh, a little tart. Yeah. Finishes with that naked Cheerio. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's... Well, and just like the nose, it's extremely smooth. It is kind of like a very light uh, actual smoothie. Like if you made a fruit smoothie with these fruits, the papaya, the pink guava, and the peach, uh, it would be like this, but, you know, take any high viscosity out of it. Because smoothies usually have a much higher viscosity. Just kind of water it down some, but have that nice silkiness mm. from the actual fruit. That's good. I like that. That's really good. I think I taste the peach most, but then again, that could be partially because that's what I'm most familiar right. with. Right. It's hard to say. I was I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, it's definitely very peachy. It does have a nice tropicality to it, and which I'm assuming that's where the guava and um, papaya are, are coming in to make a contribution. But also, I am getting that naked Cheerio, but it's very, it's very fleeting. Yeah. You know, it's like in there and it's gone. So if you like it, you can kind of like hang on to that moment of it. If you are not as big on it, it like me, like you can kind of ignore it really. It's pretty easy too. But yeah, I really like this. Yeah. This, is, this is what I would consider a nice sessionable, quote, sour. I wouldn't really call it sour. It's not really sour. It's just a little tart. Slightly tart. Yeah. Yeah. It's like totally up my alley. I love this style. <coughs> fruit, okay. Fruit beer, really, is what I would say. It's good, though. I really like it. Well, our cat's on the move. She's not on the table, but she's moving around the room. She's always got to be up to something when we were doing these episodes. Always up to something. Okay. So, like I said, Idiom opened November 23rd, 2018 in Frederick, Maryland, along Carroll Creek. So, um, there is a creek that runs along in Frederick, and there's a lot of, like, restaurants um, and some shops along the creek, and um, that is where they're located. So, it's a really great location. The owner and head brewer um, is Michael Clements. And what do you think his background? How do you think he... Home brewing. <laughs> Everyone does home brewing. So he started out as a home brewer for 10 years. Um, he said it took him about two to three months to be able to grew, um, brew good beer from home brewing. Two to three months. Yeah. That's actually pretty fast. That's I what feel he said. Like. That's what I thought too. That's but... fast. Well, and I guess it also matters, like, how many batches did he do in that amount of yeah, time? Yeah, it sounded like he did a lot, because yeah. he said he really learned how to ref how water impacted things, and sanitation mm. impacted things, and um, even when he opened the brewery, he I think we would do multiple batches to get it right. So it kind of sounds like he wasn't coming from home brewing from the standpoint so much as, like, casual hobby, so much as I want to get into this, learn the science, and, like, master this craft yeah. as it, fast as it possible. It sounded like he always had a – early on had a dream to open a brewery. Okay. So it seemed well, like he yeah. kind of wanted to refine his skills pretty early on. That makes sense. Um, even when he opened the brewery at first, he still kept his day job as a federal government employee IT engineer. Oh, nice. Which is kind of interesting, I thought. Um, yeah, we hear that a decent amount from these brewers where – you can't just 
be like, hey, I, today I'm opening a brewery. You have to, you know, hold down another job and actually have an income yeah. for a while while you're getting that thing going. Because it's, it's a dream, you know, until it becomes a reality. Okay. So I wanted to read something from their website. So at Idiom Brewing Company, we believe that craft beer is both a way of life and an art form, ultimately an expression of ourselves. These expressions in beer allow, to, allow us to create new experiences and new flavors for our customers. While our recipes have been honed over many years, we will continue to innovate by utilizing new and or experimental hops, local ingredients, and unique flavor profiles in an attempt to stretch the limits of our imagination and of that and that of your palate. That that sounds very similar to what a lot it's, of breweries I, say. Yeah, it's, but but I will say that it's done with less flowery language. Yeah, it's pretty direct. Right. Like some breweries are just like very, I know I've said this exact term before for it, like very highfalutin about it. It's like, oh, we are the best of the best and we will whisper to these hops and figure it out and they'll tell us what flavors and yeah, like garbage like that. So it's nice when it's just like, look, we're going to figure out what tastes good. We're going to get new ingredients. We're going to do local. Yeah, I like that. Keep it simple. Yeah. And they did. So when I picked up these beers, I had met a friend in Frederick for lunch. And then I'm like, let me stop by Idiom because I knew they did mix four packs. Which is awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Idiom, because you helped us out on that. So we, I could pick up the beer not having to commit to a whole, buying a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, it wasn't all of the beer that they had available. It was only a select amount. So when I went there, um, I kind of, Carlin and I thought ahead of time of which ones I was going to get to kind of have a variety of flavors. And I wanted to get one of their lagers, but they had sold out by the time I got there. Boo, because we love lagers. So I ended up going with our next beer, which is called Level Up, which is a Hefeweizen. I love and the can art, by the way. It is 5.6%. And the can art is Mario as a hop. Yeah, as in Nintendo's Mario. And did you see there's like um, brew kettles oh, in the background yeah. with flags on them? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I love that. He's like flying. And there's a the one air. up. There's a one up mushroom oh, yeah. and some coins in the sky. The detail on this and the brick here, mm -hmm. it's 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 a cool can. It's really their cool labels can. are pretty cool. Yeah, I like them. Oh, did you say you said five point six percent? Yeah. Now we don't have we don't have hefeweizens all that often. No, we don't. I don't remember the last time I had one. So when Rebecca told me, she was like, "I didn't." They were out of the loggers, and I was like, "Oh!" And she's like, "But I, I just got a hefeweizen instead." And I was like. Okay. All right. Yeah. The guy there suggested it because he said for another lighter style. And I was like, yeah, that's good. I kind of wanted a variety. Yeah, so yeah. It, it worked out. Cool. Okay. So this is yellow. Very easy. yellow. Very yellow. Has a decent head to it hanging out on top. Yeah. I can already, like, it's not even to my nose and I can already smell. Banana. The typical Hefeweizen-y <laughs> yeah. smell. I think they're, I'm. Ooh. That's. But okay. it smells good. It smells light. It's like light banana, light clove. Yeah, banana clove, a little necco wafer smell in hmm. there. Which I, I think don't know is if I know what a necco wafer smells like. Terrible. Um, but mixed in with this. Like chalky? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of choppy and it's got a little bit of an aspirin-y kind of menthol-y oh, type smell. That's terrible smell. No, I but I that. mean within this, it smells better, but it also smells like suntan lotion. 
to be honest. Sunblock. <laughs> this smells like sunblock. I'm sorry. It smells like sunblock. I don't think like so. Like banana boat or something. Seriously, it does. So, like, smell-wise, I'm not loving it. Because it also smells kind of like runts, like the banana runts. And I really hate banana runts. I'm not dogging this beer. I'm just saying that I don't like the smell because of my dislike of banana hmm. smelling things. Interesting. Okay. It's not a slam on the actual beer. Well, we don't know because we haven't tasted it yet. It's how I am with banana smells. but And it smells like t- lotion. It, it I don't totally smells like lotion. <laughs> maybe that's part of like, I don't know. I mean, I could feel you on the banana runs. I could maybe get the medicinal aspirin but you lost me on the Well, lotion. I think it's those two things going together that smells like sunblock. I, I'm sure it won't taste like it. I mean, I hope. That is very thin. Yeah, it is thin. I'm trying to put my feelings together. It doesn't taste like a Hefeweizen. Really. It's very light. It smells more like a Hefeweizen than it tastes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still getting the banana. I'm still getting the clove. But it's very light. The whole, yeah. I mean, the whole beer, it's, it's very light. I feel like I taste carbonation more than I taste the flavors in it. Which is a weird thing. It's not overtly flavorful. No. Mm. It finishes with a lot of banana, though. Like, it, what lingers in my mouth is banana. Let me ask. I don't really like it. Um, it's okay. It's not my favorite. Yeah. This is, I, I'm going to go. I can't say I dislike it because it's. Be, right. It's not like offensive or anything. Yeah. Right. I, right. I just, it's just not my favorite. Yeah. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say if you like Hefeweizens, this isn't one of the better Hefeweizens in my opinion, unfortunately. I mean, I want to be nice to the breweries that we do showcases for, but I'm also going to be honest and I don't really like this Hefeweizen. It's it's too weak and watery. and But, you know, there's someone out there who likes it, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Actually, probably more than someone. Probably a bunch of people. Okay. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the name of the brewery. Yes. Do you know what idiom means? I think I looked it up at some point, but no. Not offhand. Okay. So the, the, the name is, was very purposeful. Because they wanted, the word idiom is like common sayings. They're phrases, they're words that come together that form a saying. Okay. Um, And they wanted to have all of their beers be sayings or phrases. Okay. Um, So that's kind of why they named the brewery Idiom. Mm. And that way, none of, they didn't have to worry about trademark or copyright because they're just oh. everyday phrases or sayings. So um, I have some of their beer names. Burst Your Bubble, Lay Low, Down the Hatch, Pleased as Punch, Golden Opportunity, mm. Nose to the Grind, which we're going to have. <clears throat> and then we just drank Level Up and then Tour de Fair. I don't, I don't know if I've heard of Tour de Fair. Oh, you, you haven't? Uh-uh. Well, they say, like, they had a torrid affair. Oh. Yeah. I, I've heard it before, mainly in film. Okay. Is where I've heard it, but, because I watch a lot of film, but, um, I, that's smart 
to go that route mm-hmm. with with the beer naming, especially when they're if they were opening in 2018, because at that point there were a lot of breweries that had opened ahead of Idiom, so it would be really hard to get beer names. Right. I mean, it just yeah that that pool you can pull from just keeps shrinking fast. So yeah, that was that was a smart, great foresight on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can go on to our next beer. Okay. You want me to, or do you want Go to ahead. Okay, so this is not one of Carlin's favorite styles, but we're giving it a go. This is their Space Case, and it is a double New England-style IPA, which it's interesting that they're putting N-E-I-P-A and not Hazy. I applaud them for putting N-E-I-P-A instead because I hate the term Hazy, and I think it's too honestly douchey and um it's it's too much of a buzz phrase like a stupid buzz phrase in my opinion because it says nothing about the beer new england style ipa actually says what it is right as opposed to hazy ipa doesn't actually say style wise what it is so that's why i hate it when people put hazy ipa on there but anyway uh this is our space case double ipa eight percent i don't know about this and it's got a bunch of uh aliens Kind of on a case, on uh, a planet, inspecting things. Yeah. Get it? Space case. They're solving the space case. Very, that's clever. I like that. Once again, we like the fan art. So, I, I was saying, I don't know about this just because as far as me and New England style IPAs, hazy IPAs go... I'm okay sometimes with the singles, but when it starts getting higher alcohol a lot of the times, the booze gets out of control and overpowers the actual hop flavors and makes it too bitter, too. Like, you, instead of getting bitterness from the hops that they're trying to get away from, you get bitterness from the alcohol. Anyway, it's it's real yellow. Oh, it's very, very yellow. I mean, it's more yellow than the Hefeweizen, I feel like. And it's obviously very murky, hazy, yeah. however you want to put it. Decent head hanging out. It smells good. It does smell good. I, and, you know, that's what you get from these types yeah. of beers. You definitely usually get really good aromas. Yeah, very pineapple-y. It's soft, though, too. It's like soft pineapple. Yeah. There's a sweetness on the nose, mm-hmm. like a little bit sugary. Mm-hmm. Like pineapple, like sugar-coated, dehydrated pineapple type smell. I get, like, a slight pininess in there as well. Okay, I can see that. A little mango. Mm-hmm. And a little bubblegum. Slight, slight bubblegum. I think it smells good. No, it does smell good. It's actually not as robust a nose as I get from a lot of these types of IPAs, but I'm fine with that because it's a nice IPA. It kind of reminds me of the nose of the Torrid Affair, in a sense. Kind of It's really, like, soft and kind of finesse. Even Level Up, half of that Bison had a lighter nose. That's true. That's true. What do you think? It's not bad. No. I mean, really, it's not bad. And for me to say that is... Means it's good. It's... Well, I yeah, it means it's more... More common, no, I don't want to say more common beer drinkers, more more uh, into this style beer drinkers will probably really like this. Yeah, I think it's good too. When I was in line to order the beers, the person in front of me ordered a space case. Okay. 
I'm getting a little bit more of that kind of like earthy pininess mm-hmm. from the flavor yeah. than I was from the nose. It does have that kind of ye- that yeasty finish to it that it I does. don't really like. Yeah, uh, but that's the style. Um, I bravo on me not really tasting the eight percent because, like I said, that's one of the biggest problems that people yeah, run into with these. True. When they start to go higher ABV, you really taste the alcohol. It's harder to hide. So, pretty big achievement, in my opinion, for Idiom to uh, to not have that 8% really showing. Yeah. I think it's decent. It's not my favorite of this style, but it's definitely not... I'll drink it. Yeah, I'll definitely drink it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't seek the beer out, but since it's here and we opened it, I'll drink this and be fine with it. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a compliment for me. <laughs> Right. Because we dump beers all the time at our house. If we don't like them, we're like, eh, not feeling that. Done. I think we dumped three last night. Maybe more than that. Yeah. Um, well, that that's a seller issue. That's keeping beers too long type issue. Yeah, which we're not going to do anymore. Well, I know. That's why we're working through them real quick. So, Idiom started as a seven-barrel system, and they wanted to focus on English origin beers primarily. After one year, they did expand, but I'm not. I couldn't find out if they expanded their barrel system or just the, their seating. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I wasn't really clear on that, um, but pretty early on, they um, started with the canning line, which was kind of a, a big deal because automatically they came out of the gate canning beers. That's smart. That's a smart move. Real smart move. And I wish more breweries would do that because that's, that's I feel like, a be- much better way to get your name out there. And then that brings people to your brewery as opposed to you just need to know the breweries there first. Like, people will see those cans distributed potentially and then they'll be like, oh, where's this place? And then um, the last little – I don't have a lot. So the last little fact I have is that – um, the owner, Michael Clemens, was the mastermind behind the beer collaboration Brew for Bam. Oh, the entire project? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, and they they were involved in, in one, one of the beers, yeah. Yeah, the best, the best beer, beer was that, like, one that tasted like a cobbler. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. God, that beer was so good. Um, so he came up with the idea thinking that they should do something since... The pandemic and people weren't going to have a lot of revenue from events. What could they do? So he kind of came up with that idea. Smart. Um, so that was um, BAM is the Brewers Association of Maryland. And we did an episode uh, tasting through all four of those beers. And you can find those on the website or through archive.org. So check that out. Yeah. Also, while you were talking, I went back and retasted some of the Hefeweizen, and it's growing on me a bit. Oh, it is growing okay. on me a bit. I feel like now that my palate's warmed up a little bit more, I went back and I am tasting a little more banana, a little more clove. Um, I think one of the biggest things is I was just initially so shocked by how um, how kind of watery it is, because it is. It's pretty watery. It's it's very light mm-hmm. on the mouthfeel. So. Okay. So it's our, grown on me. Our last beer is Nose to the Grind, which oh, is a coffee oh. stout, and it's 7.3%. I'm most excited about this one. We were actually talking before recording, and we were like, what are you most excited to try? And I, I was like, Nose to the Grind. Because when you get a good coffee beer, it's just, uh, it's it's heaven. 
And then I said after that, probably the Tour de Fer, which has been very good. Yeah, it's very good. All right, so, those are the grinds. Please be a good coffee bear. I need a good coffee bear right now. I'm feeling a little tired, so. There you go. Does it smell good? It smells really good. Very, very. Does it say anything about, like, what coffee they use? No, I don't see it. It doesn't call out, like, the specific coffee. Just because, you know, the actual roaster that you use coffee from makes a big difference with this stuff. Okay, so, looks like a stout. Mm Mm-hmm. Has a nice... Pretty beige head to it, sticking and sticking it's around. A really nice coffee nose. It looks real creamy, based on the head. Ooh, yeah, that's a lot of coffee there. Yeah, it's good smelling coffee. It it smells like coffee that's almost a little burnt. You feel me on that? Mm, like I it's think very so. dark, like super dark roast, and slightly burnt. That's what I smell. I feel like I smell. Just coffee. I was just going <laughs> to say, I, that's all I'm getting. I can't even th- say I'm getting any any of the chocolate or malt or anything like that that you kind of typically get in this style. It's just so coffee forward, which yeah. I, I like. Oh, yeah. I love coffee, so. It's really sharp. Like, the coffee is really sharp. I think it's partially because of that, what I'm saying is coming off as, like, a very bold roast. It's smelling almost a little burnt. Um, it's, it's also smelling a little acrid for that reason, like a little bit acidic. Um, yeah, let's see flavor wise though. I think it tastes good. has a nice creamy mouthfeel. Oh yeah. That's, that's very focused on the coffee. Very. I mean, it is exactly what it says it is. That's good. It's interesting. Okay. It's interesting because it's like I'm tasting two things simultaneously mm. That are running parallel to one another. It, it's like the flavors aren't together. It's like I, I put two separate things in my mouth at the same time. What are the two separate things? Well, it's straight coffee. Oh. And it's a... Stout? Light, regular stout. Oh. Like, that's what it tastes like to me. It doesn't taste like it go, it's going together. It tastes more like they were separate. You think? Yeah. I mean, that's how I'm experiencing it. It's kind of like... It's the beer, and then, to give you a visual, it's like the beer on the bottom, and then the coffee on the top. Because I taste both of those things all the way through, but they're distinctly separate with how I'm tasting them. I don't even know if that makes sense, how I'm describing that, but... Okay. What I mean, your experience is your experience. You do you. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. I mean, if you want... If you want a a, uh, stout focused a lot on coffee, that's this. And if you like coffee, you'll probably like this. I like it. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Okay. So the last thing I wanted to go over was just what they have on tap right now. So, and I I didn't write down their name. I should have wrote down their names. Oh, the the beers on tap? Yeah. I I can look it up if you want me to. I can get it while you talk about other stuff. I don't have anything else to talk about. I was just going to read the beer list. Or are they on Untapped or what? Uh, their website. Their website. I was just going to read um, the beers. I mean, if you really want to read it, or if you want me to, I don't care. I'm just trying to pull it up. 
Okay, there you go. Okay. So they have Burster Bubble, which I had already read, which is actually not a beer. It's a mango green tea hard seltzer. Oh, I would try that. That sounds interesting. They have Chasing Rainbows, which is a fruited sour, which is the other beer that we got and we tried, which was really good. It is. And that's in collaboration with Firm Brewing. Yeah. It's a, it's a smoothie-style sour with raspberry, orange, lime, and lemon purees. And then resting on a healthy dose of tasty sugar cones and vanilla. And it's supposed to taste like a rainbow sherbet. It definitely does. It's got a really sharp kind of like lime to it. So there's a lot of, it, it is actually like sour, sour, but there's a lot of other good flavors to it. It legit does taste like sh- sherbet. Mm-hmm. They did That's a good, good. job. Uh, pie in the Sky, which is their coconut cream ale. I'd like to try that. Mm-hmm. Um, Island Time, which is another fruited sour, which is papaya and lime. Their Level Up Hefeweizen. Lay Low, which is their pale ale. Down the Hatch, which is a lager. I want that. Pleased as Punch, which is a rum-inspired fruited sour. Nose to the Grind Coffee Stout. Toward Fair, which we just had, which is a smoothie sour with papaya, pe- peach, and pink guava. Worlds Between, which is an IPA. And Pillow Talk, which is an oatmeal stout. Nice. Sounds like a good lineup. Yeah. I definitely want to go there and I really want to try stuff. that cream ale. I know. And the lager. And the That's what um, I like most. lime papaya sour. I'm retasting the space case. See, this is the, the perk of not being the person who's really talking. You just keep, <laughs> just keep drinking. Yeah. You can just keep jumping around and being like, well, what do I think about this one now that my palate's warmed up a bit? What do I think about this one that the beer's warmed up a little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm trying to get straight my yeah. ranking here because it's not going to be too easy. <clears throat> yeah, I know what I, I know how I'm doing it. A show. All right, go ahead. Are we the same? Nope. Oh, we're not. Nope. Okay. So my level, my level four, <laughs> my <laughs> number four is level up the Hefeweizen. My number three is the Space Case, the New England style double IPA. My number two is the Tour de Fair. Do you which, remember what was in it? Which was the peach, papaya, and pink guava. Sour. sour. Nice. And my number one is the Nose to the Grind Coffee Stout. So I'm close. Uh, my number four is the Hefeweizen. Um, my number three is the Space Case. Okay. Which, pretty solid, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. My number two is a... Uh, my number two is the nose to the grind. Oh, and then you're and my number one is the tour de fair. I I just think that it's so smooth, it's so silky, but so flavorful. Like it's just a nice experience. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really like the tour de fair. Overall, good lineup, good showing. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Plus the chasing rainbows, chasing rainbows, really which good. is really good. But I wish we could have gotten a logger. Yeah. Because I love to showcase loggers on here when I can. It hasn't always been that way with this podcast, but it is now. I want to know what they could be, we mix four pack you could do now. Oh, something. Well, who knows? Anyway, um, this has been fun. Thank you, Rebecca, for first of all getting the beers. 
Second of all, doing all the prep work and leading this whole discussion because I was able to just drink. It was fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if you're listening out there and you are thinking to yourself, I know there are some breweries that I'd really like to hear them do showcases on that I know they could get to or somehow get the beers for, let us know. Drop us a line. Brutal Battle Podcast at gmail.com. Um, also, you know, I'll go into the other stuff. Uh, help us out with doing ratings and reviews through whatever podcatcher you listen to us through. Uh, iTunes probably helps the most at this point. Um, you can check out the website, BrutalBattle.com, for all back episodes. Also, archive.org if you just search Brutal Battle. Uh, I'm on Untapped as Carlin Cook or Carlin C. Rebecca is on as Rebecca C. And, yes, she has been active for some months now, actually, which is Yeah, good. though, we always check into the same beers. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, by the way, when we're on, while we're on this topic, shout out to Steve Pfeiffer. The fact that he's friends with us on Untapped and he likes everything we check into. He toasts everything. And I feel like he has us set on, it has it set on alerts on his phone. Like whenever someone's checking into beers or if, I don't know if you can set it for specific people, but, um, He's it timely. Feel, yeah, it feels like he's, like, on it immediately. Like, as soon as we've checked into beers, like, minutes later, he's he's toasting them. So, shout out to you, Steve. Good job, man. And anything... Oh, Instagram. Instagram, Brutal Battle Podcast. And word of mouth. That's the other big thing. If you like the podcast, which I hope you do, spread the word. Tell people, hey, do you like craft beer? Do you like listening to people talk about craft beer? Although one of the criticisms I get is that... People don't like to listen to it when they're at work because that makes them want to drink a beer at work. And obviously you can't do that. It's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Well, unless you work not everywhere. Now. Not everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I did intern with the Senate at one point and you were allowed on certain occasions to drink on the job. And it was really only when the senator got a bill passed. Oh. Then, it w- then there was a celebration. Then it was... Vodka and beer and it was it was fun. It was a time. Anyway, that that's enough of that. Um, check out Idiom people. They're in Frederick, and, uh, and the beer yeah. scene in Frederick is hopping. Uh, yeah, extremely. We're at some point, probably this year, we'll we'll do another Frederick excursion episode, and uh, yeah, not so much for you guys for us. Yeah. But we'll do an episode on it. So, anyway, thanks everyone for checking this out. Until next time. Keep it brutal. Brutal.